Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about, it's your home. So when it's time to buy or sell, you want to make sure your search is in capable hands. That's why we turn to Angie Cole and the team at A. Cole Realty. You've seen Angie featured on HGTV's House Hunters. Realtor Magazine named her one of the top realtors in the country. And just ask us, the numbers back her up. So listen up as we cover all the ins and outs of buying and selling a home here in the Triangle. It's time for the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole. This is the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole. I'm Walter Storholt. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We're going to help you learn all the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home here in the Triangle. Angie is the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty right here in the Triangle. And you can find her online by going to acolerealty.com. Again, that's acolerealty.com. Cole is spelled C-O-L-E. And at any point in time during our show, you can call or text Angie with your questions at 919-538-6400. That's 919-538-6477. Angie, hope you're doing well. You ready for all the holidays? They're they're upon us now as we're here in December. I am. I am. Um, My goal this past weekend was to knock out the Christmas you know, stuff, decorations, oh, okay. uh-huh. but I failed at that. We still have moms and pumpkins. Ooh, yeah. gotcha. So, so now you'll turn your attention to oh, yeah. getting that straightened out. Yeah, because if I don't do it now, I'll wait until the very last minute mm-hmm. and have my tree up the week before Christmas. And that's a lot of like doing and decorating yes. to only allow it to be up for a week or two. So right, my right. goal is probably, you know, this weekend, I'm knocking it out. I think it was like two weeks ago we talked about how late you've ever left up your decorations. Right, when I had the really So if you don't post it a week before Christmas, then you've got to let it go till February exactly. or March. Exactly, right, know, Just right. to get the good use out of it. Yeah, and then I'm hated <laughs> by the neighbors. We don't want that again. Got to be, be careful there. Exactly. exactly. Well, we've got a good show on the way for you today. We're going to answer some of your questions coming up in just a few moments from now. A great neighborhood that will feature in the neighborhood spotlight a little bit later on as well. Also, what are some of the dangerous real estate trends that we're seeing? How might they affect your home purchase or sale down the line? We'll dive into those and get Angie's opinion on them a little bit later on as well. And in the mortgage moment, we've got a good question from Ari this week asking about mortgage calculators. So we'll get to that and much more all straight ahead on today's show. But every once in a while, we like to just kind of take stock, if you will, and where we sit, where we stand. Uh, choose your favorite you know, uh, verb or action there. Uh, what's going on in the real estate world and where do we stand here? Kind of at the beginning of December, Angie. Yeah, um, I thought it would be great to talk about this time of the year and the holidays. I feel like there's always this negative impression about this time of the year in real estate. It seems like, you know, real estate agents, they just want to take off. They feel like nothing's selling, you know, no one's buying. Also, potential clients out in the market. I get a lot of kickback from sellers that they say, oh, no, 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 we're not listing our home now because there's no buyers out in the market that are actively looking for a home. It'd be a complete waste of our time. Mm -hmm. And it's actually the opposite. Um, Yes, I agree that the buyer traffic, definitely it drops off. But I also see that the people that are out and about, they are serious buyers. Mm. So, you know, with all the chaos and the holidays and, you know, all of the get togethers that we all have going on, 
if there's a buyer that's actively out looking in the market, they're probably going to be serious. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not going to find those looky-loos that are just, you know, wasting time. So actually right now has been a great time to list your home. I, I actually sometimes see that now can be better than the spring market because we roll over to the spring market and then we are flooded with listings. Um, and then you have a lot more competition. So uh, this past we uh, week, for example, my team, we put five listings under contract. Wow. So that goes to show you that buyers are still buying. Um, and out of those, three of them are still set to close this year. Okay. So it's not too late to go under contract and still close in December. Wow. it's uh, That timeline can be accelerated if you want it to be. For sure. Very yeah. Cool. Now, where would you give advice when it comes to somebody who has maybe been on the market for a while? So their days on the market has really, you know, kind of getting up there. And I think there's sort of this strategy. In fact, I know someone who's going through this right now out of state, but they're going through a situation where they've been on the market for a really long time, not a lot of traction, not a lot of interest. Now they've had these high days on the market and they're kind of subscribing to this old line of thought of, well, since the winter is the dead time, let's take it off the market, wait 60 days, relist in the spring when there's more buyers out there. Yeah. Is there a time when you would say, all right, well, it's okay to miss the winter market if we have been on for a lot of days? Is that when that shifts? Yes. And I've had, you know, unfortunately some sellers in that same position, you know, for whatever reason, their home just isn't moving as quickly as we would prefer. Mm -hmm. But I have given that same suggestion. Let's use December because they, they anyways, they want to decorate like they prefer. They have a lot of family coming into town. Mm -hmm. And the idea of having showings at this time is not ideal. Sure. So I've actually suggested that we take their home off the market for a month. The reason that we take it off for a month is on the 31st day, we can relist their home and both days on the market and cumulative days on the market will go back to zero. Gotcha. Um, so it, when it pops back up, it really looks like a brand new listing that's hitting the market. Um, and what I tend to find is the new year will roll around, we'll enter into 2018, and all of a sudden the market just, there will be this shift. I mean, a lot of buyers are back out in the market mm -hmm. again, you know, just it's really picking up. But I feel like sellers are not quite on board because they still feel like the spring market is the best time to sell. So it's really a great time to list your home at the beginning of the year as well. Yeah. I tend to find that January and February can be really great months for listing your home because the inventory levels are still low, but we have a lot more buyers in the market. Mm. So I would take that suggestion um, or I would suggest to, yes, take your home off the market for 31 plus days, allow the days on the market and cumulative days on the market to restart, and then your listing will come back on as a fresh new listing. So the listing of a home right now, taking advantage of that, uh, you know, the holiday season and those serious buyers would be for someone who is listing their home maybe for the first time right. and they are interested in getting that home aggressively sold. Exactly. This is a good time. But if you've been on for a while, then that other strategy might it, make It might be sense. a good time to go ahead and yes, you know, take it off the market and let's relist in the, the new year. See how important the nuances are oh, when yes. you discuss these kinds of things. Very, very important. Again, if you want to get in touch with Angie Cole and ask a question about your particular situation, whether it's looking to buy here in the Triangle or thinking about selling your home, Angie can help guide you down that path. She has a great team at A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. Call or text Angie at 919 
518-538-6477. Again, you can call or text Angie, 919-538-6477 is that number to get in touch. Don't worry, we won't put you live on the air. You can just get your question answered by Angie privately, and so you don't have to you know, put all your business out there if you don't want to. 919-538-6477 is your number. Now, if you do want a question to be featured on the show, we'll invite you to go to acolerealty.com, and you can submit questions there on the website or by shooting Angie an email, and those we might feature on the show. We've got a great one here from Vince. Vince is in Raleigh, and he'll kick us off in the mailbag segment this week, Angie. Vince says, our daughter is going off to school next year. Her brother is exactly four years behind her and we think he'll go to the same college. We're thinking that since we'll have eight years of kids in school, that it might make more sense to invest in some property near campus and have the kids live there for four years, I guess four years each, and then collect rent from the roommates. Is that a wise strategy instead of on-campus housing for them? Vince, that's actually a very common situation. Mm-hmm. Um, this past year, I think we've worked with probably three or four, you know, buyers that are in your same position. And the reason why it's such a, a great scenario is, you know, you will be paying that student housing or rent no matter what. I mean, that's an expense that yeah. if you're covering it for your daughter um, and then your son, you will be paying for that. So instead of paying the rent, Go ahead and invest it into a mortgage. You know, make it an investment property where you're just not throwing that money away. But it's also a great setup to allow, you know, as long as the friends um, are are decent friends, you allow them to rent rooms from you. There's actually, like, for example, near NC State, there's some condominiums where they have the four-bedroom, four-bath set up. I mean, right. that can be an amazing investment because that is four guaranteed, you know, incomes that yep. you're receiving, which is going to pay your your mortgage plus. Mm-hmm. So it's a great return on investment. And especially if you can get in a, a good townhome neighborhood, what I typically see that are the best buys for this type of scenario will be a condo or a townhome, but definitely maybe like a, a dual master setup where you know, a townhome and there's two separate master bedrooms with their own bathrooms. That's a great setup. And then also, like I mentioned, just the condo scenario where you have the bedrooms and they each have their own bathroom. So I think that's a great idea. You really can't go wrong. Yeah. Just make sure that the school allows that to be the case. There are, if I'm not mistaken, some schools that require freshmen I was just gonna say to that. live on campus. And, and actually, that's very common. Yeah. Um, and I think just the school, they want more of the control, right. you know, just to make sure that students are focusing and they're, yeah. you know, doing what they should be doing their first years and to get them, you know, up and going because college is a mm-hmm. whole new avenue for them to take. So you are right. Some do require that you do live on campus uh, their first year. But I mean, even if it's just the first year, you know, you still have another right. three plus years for your daughter. Then you have your son moving in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's a great, great idea. Yeah. If, if you think you can afford, uh, you know, that second mortgage, basically, and, yeah. and fill it up with other renters, uh, you know, maybe it becomes not only an investment property, but then a rental income as well. Yeah. So. And most of the time when I see that, you know, people are, the parents are making this type of investment, they're sticking under the $200,000, yeah. you know, range. Don't go buying this very nice home, right. you know, so for some college kids to destroy it, um, but you know, get something two hundred thousand below, and there's some great options in those areas around you know the different universities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great question. Thank you, Vince, for submitting that one to us. Again, if you want to reach out to Angie Cole and ask your questions, call or text her directly at nine one nine five three eight sixty four seventy seven. That's nine one nine five three eight. 
6477. Sloan has a question. Sloan is in Wake Forest and says, housing prices have been booming lately. It feels a lot like it did in 2007. Are you worried it's going to all come crashing down again? Uh, Sloan, I'm really not. I have noticed there's been a slight shift in the market already. And the reason being is there is very low inventory, like you mentioned. So the Mm -hmm. prices are shooting up. I feel that, you know, buyers are getting overwhelmed. Instead of buying, they decide to go rent another year. Also, I'm seeing that sellers are scared to put their home on the market because they're nervous that there won't be something for them to buy. Um, But with that being said, even though we've kind of seen, you know, the market slowing down just a tad bit, I do not foresee a crash. You know, it's not like we had back in 2007, the big crash where it was due really to the mortgage industry. You know, there was a lot of loans that were being given out um, for buyers that truly were not qualified. Qualified. And then as, you know, the market continued to increase, you know, these people no longer could afford their loans. And then that's when we saw this huge crash. So I don't foresee that happening. Yeah, there's probably going to be some type of shift in the market, but we are in such a strong market. And luckily in the triangle, even when the crash takes place, it's not compared to other markets. So right. we, we still are in a wonderful, wonderful market. The bottom typically seems to be higher in markets like this than exactly. in other yeah. areas. So that's good to know. But a good question nonetheless, Sloan. Thank you for submitting that one to us. One more here from Sal. Sal is in Briar Creek and says, there are a lot of homes for sale in my area. They all seem like ours. I'm wondering if we're going to have trouble selling since we don't stand out. How do you help homes stand out in situations like this? So I've had this exact same situation to happen in Briar Creek Country Club huh. it was several years ago where we went to list their home on the market. And when I first originally met with them, there was only two other active homes that were competition. But once we went live and on the market, there were nine others. And yeah. the type of home they were in in Briar Creek Country Club was the Pulte home. You know, they, they all looked the same. Some might have had a little bit more upgrades, but they were all very similar. So we just need to make sure that we really market your home effectively. So that means, you know, we definitely need to get our stager in there to give advice for staging. We need professional photography. You know, we need top of the line marketing. Make sure we have as much internet presence as possible. Internet presence is honestly going to be number one for you Mm -hmm. because most buyers, I mean, I don't know the exact numbers or percentages these days, but it's probably 98 99% of buyers start their search online. And whenever they are going online, they're just, you know, thumbing through the pictures. So that's why professional photos are important. Do not use your smartphone. Do not, you know, use your own little camera. Mm -hmm. It's just not the same because when they're thumbing through those pictures, if they're not caught like wow like these are great like i want to take a look at this home they're going on to the next home lighting is so important and it's really hard to do your own lighting unless you've got a lot of experience with that if you're a professional right right like i i'm not even going to pretend like i could take pictures you know they would be horrible um so make sure that you have top of the notch you know marketing uh, which our team is you know huge on marketing and we have a whole list of you know what Mm -hmm. we do to get your home show ready and market it to make sure that it's going to stand out above your competition. Um, And then I would say the last thing is make sure that your home is really move-in ready. Because when buyers are going through homes, especially if you're in a neighborhood like I you know, had previously in Briar Creek Country Club, people are going to cherry pick. Mm-hmm. They are going through your home and they're trying to eliminate it. So as soon as they see that, oh, we need to now paint these rooms, we That's need to replace the carpet, mm-hmm. you know, they will eliminate your home and go on to the next You know, when all the homes are so similar. So make sure that your home is ready to move in. That's a really, really good point. Yeah, thanks. Um, and so if you are in Briar Creek Country Club or just anywhere here in the Triangle, we serve 
service in many areas. We go about an hour radius where you still fall into our MLS database and we can actively and effectively market your home and top notch, like I mentioned before. But if you're thinking about listing your home and you want to understand the value, a great way to get started is by texting the word listing to the phone number 555-888. From there, you will receive a link Click the link, input your address, and then you'll receive a value of your home. So once again, it's a great way to get started by understanding the value of your home. If you're just in the beginning stages, you can text the word listing to the phone number 555 555- Not only will you find out the value of your home as it is right now, but you'll also be kept in touch with when the value of that home changes over time. So if you are maybe thinking about selling uh, your home, maybe maybe it's a couple months from now and you want to keep an eye on, you know, are your estimated prices increasing or decreasing on that home? This tool will keep you up to date on that kind of information. So it's a great resource, great tool, uh, very valuable to have that at your fingertips. If you want to get that and find out the value of your home, all you have to do is text the word listing to the number 555-888. Again, the word is listing, L-I-S-T-I-N-G. You just put that in the message field and send it to the number 555-888. You'll get a text back from us with a link. You just click on that link, put in your home's information, and it's about 15 seconds uh, as long as that takes you to hit all those buttons, and then you will receive the estimated value of your home. All you have to do is text the word LISTING to the number 555-888. Much more coming up on today's show. The Neighborhood Spotlight is next. This is the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole. Let's shine a little light on some of the Triangle's best areas right here on the Neighborhood Spotlight. This is the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty. I'm Walter Storholt. Thanks for joining us for the program today. Angie has a five-star Zillow.com agent rating. You've probably seen her featured on HGTV's House Hunters. And just last year, Angie helped almost 200 families buy or sell a home in the Triangle. And far ahead of that pace this year, Angie, we're looking forward to seeing what the final total ends up being this year. Dun-dun-dun. Uh, Dun-dun-dun. We'll <laughs> announce that, I guess, in 2018, what the final number was, because as you said, things are still happening yeah. here at the end still of 2016, a lot of clients. Uh, 2017, I should say. So you're not uh, you're not done by any means in the calendar year. Uh, but this part of the show we call the Neighborhood Spotlight, where we feature a great area here in the Triangle, maybe introduce you to a new nook or cranny uh, of the Triangle that you haven't ever been to before, or maybe never even heard of. And we're going to tell you about that neighborhood. So Angie, where are we going this week? We are going to Durham. Okay. Uh, and we, the townhome neighborhood that we're headed to is Stratford Lakes. That's S T R A T F O R D. Stratford Lakes. And I'm um, particular to this neighborhood because I actually used to work on site here at oh, this neighborhood. Okay. Yeah. Um, this particular community was built by Syntax Homes, which is now Pulte. So Syntax Pulte. Uh, but yeah, I was an on site agent and sold several of these townhomes. So I love this neighborhood, love the location of it. It is not far from South Point Mall. Mm-hmm. It is, if if you are driving on I-40 West towards exit 278, you then take a left on NC-55, left on a Martin Luther King Jr. Parkway, 
and this neighborhood, Stratford Lakes, will be on your right. Yep. So a little bit about this neighborhood, the, like the I mentioned. The big Lowe's Home Improvement is right yes. there next to the Oh, neighborhood. it's growing mm-hmm. so much. Yep. A little bit about this neighborhood, like I mentioned, it's an all-townhome neighborhood. They were built starting in 2007 through 2012, so they are now resales that you're seeing that are you know active and on the market. Mm-hmm. The square footage, they range from 1,200 square feet to 1,800 square feet. Price point anywhere from the 150s to 190s. Currently, there is like no inventory. Mm. Um, There's one active home on the market, which is listed at 165. And there's one that's under contract that was listed at 165. I'm assuming it will close right near that price point. But when homes hit the market in this neighborhood, they're gone in a second. I've sold one in this past year in that neighborhood, and we ended up going with multiple offers above list price very quickly within, you know, a day or two. So if you are in Stratford Lakes, now is the time to sell your home because you have absolutely no competition. These townhomes, they have both two-bedroom and three-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath, so different floor plans to choose from. Just a really cute neighborhood. Also, the name gets itself because there's a lake. It's not a huge lake, uh, but some of the homes are overlooking a lake, which is Stratford Lakes, and some of these homes also have basements. Stratford Lake number one and Stratford Lake number two. Exactly, (laughs) yes, the two lakes. Um, You you can take a little canoe out there. I believe you can go fishing. There's no motorboats, but uh, Mm. yeah, just a cute, quaint neighborhood, and it's a wonderful location. Yep, that's pretty cool. Stratford Lakes. Again, this is uh, off of MLK Junior Boulevard there in Durham, uh, not too far from Highway 55, where the Lowe's Home Improvement is off of MLK, if you've ever been out in that direction before. And uh, yeah, it's a nice area. You're really close to I-40, but also still really close to downtown Durham. So yeah. you can kind of get anywhere you need to be in a pretty you know short order, which is for pretty sh- cool. For sure. And like I mentioned, I am, I mean, seriously, the neighborhood expert because I used to yeah. you know work on site for the neighborhood. So if you are thinking about buying or selling this particular neighborhood, give me a shout. You can call, you can text. My number is 919-538-6477. Again, that's 919-538-6477. You can call or text Angie directly, 919-538-6477. Don't worry, we're not going to put you on the air and put you on the spot. You can just ask Angie your questions offline, 919-538-6477 is that number. Call or text Angie to inquire about a home here in Stratford Lakes, uh, or if you're somewhere else in the Triangle and interested in working with Angie and her team at A. Cole Realty, all you have to do is call or text 919-538-6477. And stay right there. More on the way on the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole. Some of the dangerous real estate trends that we're seeing. That's on the way, and the mortgage moment is not too far around the corner as well. That and much more on the Savvy Realtor straight ahead. Did you know that Wake County grows on average by 64 people per day? That's a lot of homes being bought and sold. If you're planning to join the moving madness, you better listen up to the Savvy Realtor. On the Savvy Realtor today, Walter Storholt with you alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty right here in the Triangle, helping you learn the ins and outs of buying or selling a home in the area. If you want to get in touch with Angie at any point in time, you can call or text her at 919-538-6477. That's 919 
77. Well, Angie, I'm going to ask you to tap into your years of experience as a real estate agent here in the Triangle and helping so many families buy and sell homes in the area because we're going to talk about some dangerous real estate trends. Tight inventory, rising home prices, they're causing some of these trends to become more and more popular in the real estate world. This is according, by the way, to the Value Insured Modern Homebuyer Survey. And I'm curious, are you seeing these norms in our area? Are they indeed on the rise from what you've kind of anecdotally experienced? And what do you personally think about these things? The first one on the list, to close faster and save money, some buyers are bypassing inspections. I know that's a big red flag in your book. Yeah, I I personally, I don't think that's a wonderful idea. Our inspectors, for example, I mean, we have uh, two preferred inspectors that we use. They can typically work us in that week. So even if you try to win the offer by doing a very short due diligence, we can still get inspections Mm -hmm. completed. We have before suggested, you know, to purchase the home as is. So maybe it's a newer home, you know, we just don't foresee there being many issues. You know, make the offer as is to make it more attractive, but you still complete your inspections. I just, uh, you know, you never know what you're going to find. And even if you make the offer as is, if there's something major that pops up, like, hey, come to find out the HVAC, it's dying, it's breaking, you know, you can sometimes still go back to the sellers and negotiate that. We actually had a seller, you know, recently that we're under contract with where we're representing the listing side and the home was being purchased as is by the buyers, but they still did their inspections, which was smart. And the HVAC, it, mm-hmm. it, they pretty much need a new HVAC. And so my seller was reasonable and reduced the price a little bit more to compensate that. So making an offer without doing inspections, yeah, I don't know that that's smart. Yeah. You just it's a buyer beware state here in North Carolina so you know once you buy that home once you close on it you're taking the home as is in that state so go ahead and do your inspections up front Yeah. Now, this is not to be confused with another trend that's identified as a dangerous one. And I think I remember from a previous show, you've actually had some experience with this particular trend recently. So to jump on a home before multiple offers roll in, some buyers are making offers before ever seeing the home in person. So just going off of those professional pictures, they're making an offer sight unseen. It's identified as a dangerous trend. What do you think about it? You know, it's honestly, it's happening a lot in our market. This actually, this past week, one of my listings sold sight unseen before it even hit the market. Um, Buyers kind of, you know, the offer or the contract works to their advantage where they can back out at any point of the contract. They just lose monies along the way. Mm -hmm. So even if a buyer is anxious to make an offer sight unseen when it's in the coming soon status and before it goes actually live and on the market as being active, you know, if once they get into the home and they take a walkthrough and there's something they just, you know, despise or something majorly wrong with it that they can see, they can still back out. You know, Mm -hmm. they would lose their due diligence money, but still, you know, I think that it was worth at least trying and making the offer so you didn't miss out on that opportunity versus waiting until it goes live and on the market and potentially getting multiple offers. Um, So, We've represented buyers who have made offers sight unseen, and also I've received offers, you know, when representing the sellers. So it's a trend, maybe not as dangerous a trend as going with no inspections. Yeah. 
if you're doing it the right way, it sounds like. Right. If, if you negotiate a high due diligence money into that. That could be a lot at then risk. Then that seems dangerous. Yeah, right. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think it's as risky as the no inspections. The no inspections, I mean, that's risky because with yeah. a home, you own it. Once you close on it, you're taking on all liabilities. But with seeing the home sight unseen before making the offer, you will eventually get into that home. And you can still then complete your inspections. Yeah. You can do you know a thorough walkthrough. Um, so you're not buying buying the home or actually closing on the home yet Mm -hmm. and taking on that liability. So I don't think that that's a dangerous trend. And so if you are thinking about, you know, maybe making an offer on a sight unseen home, but you want to better understand the process from contract to close and just all the uh, nuances of, you know, what are entailed with buying or selling a home, we have a really cool guide that we can send you away. Uh, You can text the word contract to the phone number 555 888 and we will send you a guide which is the home buying and selling process so it's a great way to get started just to understand all the terminology you know how much money is kind of needed what do you need to save up and just to understand the process from the beginning through closing to receive that guide you can text the word contract to the phone number 555-888. And you can get that guide right there on your smartphone. You can even download it for uh, viewing later on. But if you want to go ahead and look at it right now, just text the word CONTRACT, C-O-N-T-R-A-C-T, CONTRACT. Put that in the message field and send it to the number 555 555- What will happen is you'll get a text right back from us. It'll have a link in it that you click on, and that'll take you right to that home buying guide. And you can view it from your smartphone, save it for later if you'd like. All you have to do, again, is text the word CONTRACT to the number 555-888, and you can view that home buying guide from Angie Cole and her team at A. Cole Realty. Another dangerous trend that was noticed in this survey, Angie, was co-buying with strangers. Can't afford to buy a home on your own? Well, get somebody else to take on the responsibility with you. This seems like a bad idea, whether you're family, (laughs) friends, or strangers. I think anywhere in this, you know, other than husband-wife, you know, kind of relationship here, the co-buying with strangers thing just seems totally out of left field. I've never even heard of this before. Like buying a home with a stranger. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't rent a home with a stranger. Like that's, uh, that's called living in an apartment complex. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, but you wouldn't even. I don't know. Like, why would you ever feel that that was a yeah. good idea to do some type of co-buying with a stranger? That seems silly to me. But this seems like a Portland kind of thing. Like a you know a West Coast. You know, this I is a know. national survey article, so maybe yeah. it's a West Coast. You know. I mean, how do you? You trust these people. Cool hip thing, I guess. I mean, yeah. it's like think it's almost like online dating, and you know how many bad online dates you will have before you finally find right. a good one. Right. So why are we going to just randomly buy a home with a stranger? But yeah. to each their own. I think that's a horrible trend and idea. And then you know you mentioned maybe co-borrowing with a friend or you know with a family member. I have seen that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think co-borrowing with a friend can be a little bit dangerous. Kind of who's in charge, who makes the decisions, right. you know, friendships break up. The most common that I have seen has been co-borrowing with a parent, you right. know, so maybe it's... That's probably the safest version of this. I would say uh, the right. safest version for sure, because maybe it's the child, you know, not really a child anymore, but a young adult. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they're going through schooling. At this point, they don't have any income, you right. know, but it's smarter for them to go ahead and purchase now since they will be in that housing for a couple of years, just like we mentioned 
previously with one of right. our questions, you know, but they need to show some income. So one of their parents will sign with them. Um, I have seen that, you know, more mm-hmm. common than others. But yeah, buying a home with a stranger. I mean, that's just stupid. No. Yeah. That's that's a dangerous <laughs> that's trend. That's dangerous. Yeah. That's really dangerous. Although it doesn't seem like it's much of a trend, at least from not, your, not from here your in our place. area. Yeah, I've, I've never, I, I haven't even ran into that situation right. before. Luckily. Dangerous idea. And hopefully it doesn't become a trend. Otherwise, yeah. That would be kind of I don't think that's smart. Uh, another dangerous trend that was identified in this article, cashing out of retirement plans. So in order to scrounge up money for down payments, folks are cashing out portions of their retirement plans. Angie, I know as much as you want people to buy and sell homes, uh, don't sacrifice your retirement for it. I think it depends on their situation. And you know that type of guidance, I really can't give someone. Um, they need to speak with their CPA or financial advisor. But we actually, we had a buyer just recently who we are actively working with, who she is cashing, not cashing out her complete retirement, but using mm-hmm. a portion for a down payment. And the reason why it made sense for her was she's been in the same rental, renting a home for 10 years now, quite some time. Okay. And every single year, the rent increases. She said this past increase, they will be increasing now to $1,400 a month. It just does not make sense for her to continue to rent. You know, she needs to invest that money into something that, you know, home ownership, allow, you know, her money to go towards a mortgage instead of into someone else's pocket. And in order to do that, she will need to dip into her retirement to make it happen. So I think it depends on your situation. You know, is it dangerous? It could be depending on what your end goals are for retirement, when you're planning on retiring, how much money you have saved up. But that's some guidance you definitely should get from, you know, someone in that field, a financial planner or your CPA. Now, it makes sense if you've been someone who has dumped a lot of money into your retirement savings and you don't have a lot of, of, whether it's other cash on hand or, you know, save particularly for a down payment, and you know that the account value is going to be plenty for you in retirement, then, and you have this part of the plan or, you know, this separate account where you're like, well, I really don't need that money for retirement, but sure could yeah. use it for the down payment, then yeah, maybe that makes sense for you. Right. And, you know, hopefully you're buying into a good time when the market is still strong and it mm-hmm. continues to appreciate. And so, you know, that down payment money, you're not losing it. Definitely look or dig deeper um, and ask the questions. Yeah. Will you have to pay taxes or will there be a fine for right. taking money out of your 401k? Very important. Typically, mm-hmm. there is. There, You know, you will be fined some in some way for drawing money out of your 401k early. Um, um, so make sure you're well aware of what that entails. But on, on that one, consult a financial. Yeah, advisor. again, I'm I'm not a you know I'm not a lender. I'm not a CPA. Not a financial advisor. But yeah, so we we like I mentioned, we currently are working with a buyer, and that's the first thing she mentioned to me is you know I've already spoken with a lender in order to make this happen. Mm-hmm. I am dipping into my 401k and. I said, great. So, you know, I don't know about dangerous. It could go either way. I think it's yeah. an individual case-by-case basis. Yeah. One other uh, dangerous trend that was mentioned in this article was the the trend of tiny homes. And, and and there's really no further explanation needed. Tiny homes are these, you know, those tiny homes. You've probably seen the TV shows and heard about all those kinds of things before. But why would that be viewed as dangerous? I didn't really see the connection here of why that would be a dangerous trend for real estate. Is it just because it's a fad and all these tiny homes are going to get made and then not be able to be sold again? Yeah. I mean, in our market, we haven't seen any effects from tiny homes because it's just not a strong market here. Right. Uh, my team, we've, we've never sold a tiny home. Not that we wouldn't. We just, mm-hmm. we haven't had any buyers to come to us looking for that 
particular, you know, right. uh, style. We do have a seller who they have purchased a tiny home. Um, it's in the mountains, and they said it's like a community of all these tiny homes. Hmm. Um, yeah. So, but as far as being a dangerous trend, I agree with you. It could be more about trend, and so you know, we buy all these tiny homes, and all of a sudden people more, start more to let bubble, them go. Really? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of like you know the the two thousand seven mortgage you know issue that we had. You know, maybe all of a sudden people are buying these and they're not popular anymore. So right. people start to let the mortgages go because they can't sell them. Mm-hmm. That could happen. Um, also, tiny homes typically they cost a lot less. Um, If you are, for example, in a neighborhood and all of a sudden all these tiny homes come in, that could depreciate your value. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the same way if you're in a neighborhood of $500,000, you know, single family homes, all of a sudden $150,000 townhomes come in, that's probably going to bring down your value somewhat. Mm -hmm. So that could hurt your market, you know, your specific market that you're located in. We, once again, here in the triangle, we haven't seen the effects of yeah. tiny homes. But I could see how that could maybe be a dangerous trend. Yeah. Tiny homes, not to be confused with tiny gnomes, which, depending <laughs> on your perspective, could be dangerous as well. We right, right. That. Exactly. <laughs> uh, last thing, Those sellers. Yeah, yeah. I, there's a home uh, <laughs> here in the Triangle that has like, I don't know, 600 gnomes. Stop. All in the front yard, just all over the place. Oh, like wow. they're just they're just everywhere. Yeah. Every time I drive by, I always have to stop and look. And I mean, I could deal with like one little gnome, but not <laughs> yeah. a lot of gnomes. Co- Connie wants a gnome for Christmas. Wants a gnome? Yeah, she Aww, does. That's She's cute. asked for a gnome for like the last, I don't know, four or five Christmases. You need and to I just, make this happen. I haven't pulled the trigger on buying a gnome. So she's, she's trying to I get mean, it like from somewhere else I mean, like one's okay, now. but not yeah. a lot of gnomes. There's one home don't I know that I've seen in the triangle has a little, it's there everywhere. But wow. they're, they're all different kinds. They're all different types. They've yeah. obviously probably collected them oh, from yeah. everywhere they go. They probably yeah. got one and bring it back, which is, you know, that's kind of neat. Everyone has a like. collectible right. thing. But like they're all over the yard, so you can just kind of see them when you drive by. Interesting. Uh, it's kind of funny. Yeah. Anyway, enough about, it's a showstopper. I mean, it's enough about tiny gnomes. Yeah. But if you have a tiny home and a tiny gnome, then maybe you're doing something right. At that I, I feel, yeah, I, I agree. All right. We're going down a, just a, a <laughs> bad spiral here of, uh, of, of bad information. All right. So let's end <laughs> it on a good note, Angie. Uh, one other dangerous trend is sellers taking their own pictures. You've got the, uh, what is it, the iPhone X now that's supposed to be an amazing, you know, uh, camera on a phone and, you know, everybody thinks their their camera phone just has awesome picture-taking abilities. But even given that technology, the bad news is you're still not an expert and there's still no way you're going to make it look as good as professional photos. Yeah, that's so true. And, and you're right. I mean, the technology has really taken off where our, our you know, smartphones are really smart and they take great photos, but it's still not the same as professional photography with a nice high-end camera that's been, you know, digitally edited. That really is different from a smartphone. And like I mentioned, you know, previously in the show, I talked about when, when buyers are looking online. Most buyers, they start their search online. They are not taking the time to even read the remarks. They are first just thumbing through the pictures. If the pictures are not catching their eyes, you know, if they're not bright, they're not just clean, crisp pictures, the buyer is going on to the next home. So professional photos is very, very important. You know, sellers do not take your own photos. It doesn't matter, even if you're in a great market and you know that your home's going to sell quickly, I promise you, you will make more money off of your home. You'll get more showings. You could get potential multiple offers if you have professional photography. 
And so if you are thinking about selling your home, you know, of course, my team here at A. Cole Realty, we would love to discuss with you our whole marketing plan. And one of the marketing pieces we, of course, offer and we cover um, as part of our fees is professional photography. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you are thinking about selling and you want to understand the value of your home before I even come out and I give you an exact number for listing and Mm -hmm. selling, you can start off by understanding the value and what your home is worth by texting the word listing to the phone number 555-888. Once again, from your smartphone, you can text the word listing to the phone number 555-888. From there, click on the link, follow the link, input your address, and then a value will be sent back to you. Again, all you have to do is text the word listing to the number 555-888, and Angie Cole and her team will deliver a text right back to you with a link. You click on the link, put in your home's info, and then you will find out the value of your home. And you'll be kept up to date as the value of your home changes over time. Uh, You'll be notified of those changes. So, hey, the value of your home, the estimate has gone up a couple months from now. You'll get another notification of that fact. So if you want to tap into that tool, find out the value of your home, get that initial estimate, all you have to do is text the word listing, L-I-S-T-I-N-G, to the number 555-888. So just like you're texting a friend, the number is 555-888, and the message is just the word listing, L-I-S-T-I-N-G. Send the word listing to the number 555-888. Those are some of the dangerous trends that uh, have been spotted in the real estate world and Angie's opinions on them. Most of them she agrees with. Some wouldn't classify as dangerous as long as you're doing it the right way. Very good to get that perspective. There's much more coming up on the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole. We'll help you learn more of the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home here in the Triangle up next on the Savvy Realtor. Reviews are important when it comes to choosing any kind of service in the Triangle. Real estate is no different. So here's another snippet of an online review of Angie Cole and the A. Cole Realty team. From a home sale in Wake Forest. Angie sold my house in just two weeks. It had been on the market for seven months before we hired her. That's another five-star review for A. Cole Realty. Are you buying or selling a home in the Triangle? Have a conversation with Angie Cole right now about how their team can help you. Call or text 919-538-6477. That is 919-538-6477. Who knows? You might be the next one to leave a five-star review. Call or text right now to talk with Angie. 919-538-6477. It's time for our listing of the week from A. Cole Realty right here on the Savvy Realtor. This part of the Savvy Realtor we call the listing of the week where we feature a great home that's for sale here in the Triangle. Angie will give you all the details on this home and uh, we'll even give you the opportunity to text us and get pictures and videos and a virtual tour of this home and more information as well. Angie, what's this week's listing? This week's listing of the week is located in Fuquay in Parker's Ridge subdivision. And the address is 1041 Parker's Ridge Drive. Once again, in Fuquay, that's 27526. So 1041 Parker's Ridge Drive. This home is currently listed at 170. It's 1100 square feet. It's a three bedroom, two bath, 
a ranch style home so mm-hmm. all one floor living which is very popular but also hard to come by mm-hmm. um, this home sits on 0.71 acres so a good sized lot yeah it then overlooks a horse farm not horse farm but I would say just like a horse pasture yeah. nice um, white picket fence yeah mm-hmm. and the great thing about that is it looks like you even have more land than what you do yeah um, and I know with that land behind it's not buildable so you oh, really okay. you never truly have to worry about it being sold off and another neighborhood going right behind you. Even if it's sold, I mean, nothing will be built. So great view back there. And who doesn't love horses? So a little bit about this home. It is located right next to the Fleming Loop Park which is where they host the WRAL Balloon Fest. Oh, Have cool. you heard about that, yeah. the hot air balloons every year? And I've heard about the traffic. and it's this Probably would, that day would be you, a little crazy. But you don't have to. You walk to it. You, you can just walk to it it's, or maybe yeah, you watch actually, it from your home probably. You drive past Fleming Loop Park to get to this neighborhood. Um, so I thought, I mean, how cool is that? that? Is you could yeah. sit out on your back deck and just watch all the air balloons. I thought that was super neat. Yeah. So a little bit about this home. In the kitchen, we have maple cabinets. We have wainscoting. We have laminate countertops and then hardwood floors with an eating kitchen in our family room we have chair molding we have a nice sized laundry room the master bedroom has tray ceilings double closets a tub shower combo and a dual vanity in the master bath we have our second and third bedrooms both with double closets so you know even though it's a smaller home there's a great use of space with a lot of closets which is wonderful the second and third bedroom they do share a full bathroom with a tub shower combination we have a deck out back which could be wonderful for entertaining it is vinyl siding which is great because we have the low maintenance the exterior as well and there's also an outdoor shed which of course is going to convey with this home So if you would like to view pictures, it is a cute, quaint area, um, just a wonderful home, and I love the location. You can view some pictures in a virtual tour by texting the word SAVVY, that is S-A-V-V-Y, to the phone number 555-888. Once again, if you would like to view our listing of the week located at 1041 Parker's Ridge Drive in Fuquay, just text the word SAVVY to the phone number 555-888. That is a great little spot right there. You're really close to downtown Fuquay, in addition to feeling like you're out in the country a little bit with that horse farm nearby. And uh, you'll need a riding lawnmower for this lot, it looks like. probably. But they've got the garage, Mm -hmm. the little shed already for you with the little ramp. You can keep your riding lawnmower in there. You're in good shape to go. So very cool. I like this home a lot. You can find out more information, as Angie told you, and view pictures and a virtual tour of the home by pulling out your smartphone and texting the word SAVVY, S-A-V-V-Y, to the number 555-888. Again, just text the word SAVVY to the phone number 555-888, and we will send you a text right back with a link. Click on the link, and you can view the virtual tour and pictures and info of this home at 1041 Parker's Ridge Drive in Fuquay. Just again, text the word SAVVY to the number 555-888, to view this week's listing of the week. Stay right there. More coming up on the Savvy Real Tour with Angie Cole. It's the Mortgage Moment here on the Savvy Realtor. The Mortgage Moment is the part of the Savvy Realtor where we cover that very important, of course, uh, element of buying and selling homes, the mortgage side of the equation. So we dedicate some time each week to answer a question about the mortgage world. Our question this week, Angie, comes to us from Ari in Clayton. 
Ari says, what's your favorite mortgage calculator and how can I effectively use those to plan for a home purchase? Great question, Ari. And uh, I have the tool to, to pass along. So we work with an awesome preferred lender and his name is Ned Ligon with Movement Mortgage. And he has a mortgage app, which also has a mortgage calculator built into it. And yep. on the mortgage app, you can you know get pre-qualified, you can ask questions, you can use the mortgage calculator. So it's a great little tool to have. In order to download that to your smartphone, you can text the word LENDING to the phone number 555-888. So once again, to download the mortgage app, which will have the mortgage calculator, you know, intertwined, um, Mm -hmm. you can text the word LENDING to the phone number 555-888. And that mortgage app is provided by Ned Ligon with Movement Mortgage. And with a mortgage calculator, I think it's a wonderful tool because you can put in, you know, different scenarios. Maybe you're interested in a 30-year mortgage, a 15, a 10, a 20. You know, maybe you plan on putting 5% down. You want to do 100% financing. You know, you can use the mortgage calculator to look at all different scenarios for, you know, buying a home. You know, I have a lot of buyers that automatically feel like, oh, I must put 20% down, Mm -hmm. um, which is not true at all. You know, a lot of times I've seen where you can actually put less money down and the difference in your mortgage payment is so minuscule that you might as well just keep that money for safekeeping, you know, for whenever it's needed. Um, So yes, using the mortgage calculator can really come into use when looking to buy a home to understand the different scenarios um, and what situation, you know, would be best for you and your needs. Because we're all different. You know, what works for one person with their mortgage, you know, will not work for the other. So make sure that you're using that tool to your advantage to make sure that you're, you know, setting yourself up for the best case scenario. And our lender also can give you that guidance. And, you know, once you use the mortgage calculator, the mortgage lender can then dig deeper and send you a good faith estimate, which really show the nitty gritty of buying a home and your mortgage payments and your, you know, cash needed to close. One thing I like about the mortgage apps, too, is not only can you put in, you know, all of the factors going in one direction, but then you can start in the reverse yeah, and say, this right. is what I want my monthly payment to be, and then see how much home you can theoretically afford with that monthly payment given the other parameters. So it's it's another way to find out kind of what's your top end of the budget and then kind of work your way down from there. Yeah, and that's a good point to bring up because, you know, even if you are maxed out and you can qualify for $250,000 you know, home, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you prefer to travel, you know, use your money right. elsewhere and you do not want to max out that budget of, of house payment. Yep. And so, you know, instead, you know what? Hey, I want my monthly mortgage to be $1,200 a month. Well, like you mentioned, you can work backwards and Mm -hmm. see, all right, based on this type of down payment and this type of mortgage payment, what type of home price should I be looking at? And that's a lot of times, that's the route that many people take because they work in and they budget their financings accordingly to, all right, this is the amount of money that I want to invest into a home mortgage. Yeah, great points. And again, if you want to tap into that mortgage app that Ned Ligon and his team at Movement Mortgage offer you. Uh, Not only does it have a mortgage calculator on there, but lots of other great resources and tools as well. You can download that app to your phone by texting the word LENDING, L-E-N-D-I-N-G, 
lending. Text that word to the number 555-888 and just click on the link. Again, text the word lending to the number 555-888. You'll get a text back from us with a link. You just click on that and download that mortgage app. Just text the word lending to the number 555-888. You're listening to the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole. Now it's no secret we all want to have success. So let's check in with your savvy realtor for a success story. The success story is the part of the show where we like to ask Angie Cole a particular prompt, if you will, about a time she helped somebody get out of a particular situation or solved a problem that maybe they were experiencing during their home sale or home purchase. So Angie, this week's success story, I'm wondering if you can tell us about a time that your sellers wanted to push off closing for a while, but still wanted to get the home under contract ASAP. How did you handle the situation to reach a successful conclusion there? Yeah, um, great question. This actually, it, it comes up more often than others because maybe a seller is building a home and so mm-hmm. there is a specific closing date. Maybe they just you know want to line things up uh, for a certain timeline. Maybe school. I, I hear that one that comes up a yeah. lot. You know, hey, our kids, we want to make sure that they stay in the same school so we do not want to close until after or you know sometime in the summer but we would like to put our home on the market now so I've had this exact same situation that came up and my sellers were set on a 90-day closing the reason being is they wanted to make sure that they had time to find a next home typically I tell our clients that you know what let's push out the closing for 45 to 60 days Mm -hmm. and you'll have enough time to line it up and do a back-to-back closing but this seller was really set on a 90-day closing Um, so what we did is we wrote those remarks in the agent-only remarks. And so we brought it to the attention for a discussion for the buying agent to have with their buyer, their prospective buyer, that, hey, if you like this home, it is a must for these sellers that we do a 90-day closing. Mm -hmm. Um, That sometimes could be a negative. You could lose buyers because often buyers, maybe their lease is expiring. Maybe they are under contract on their Mm -hmm. sales, so they need to find a next home. So you could lose buyers that way. And it might be best just to hold off on listing your home and let's align the closing, you know, accordingly. But we've had that situation where we put it into the agent-only remarks. We said the sellers, they need you to accommodate a 90-day closing. Um, We ended up having great success with it. And it was a a home that was in a neighborhood that was going to fly off the market. And it did. It had multiple offers. So the buyer, who wanted the home the most, they made it work for the seller and we did a 90-day closing. Um, and so if you are thinking about selling your home, maybe you want to you know, understand the process, you want to get an idea of your home worth, of course, I would love to come out and meet with you for a listing presentation. And at that time, I can tell you more about my team setup, my marketing, we can go through some numbers and that proceed sheet. But a lot of people, they just want to understand the value of their home real quick. They just want to get a feel of, you know what, should we even take that next step to speak with Angie? And mm-hmm. I say, you know what, go ahead and understand the value of your home by texting us. So you can text the word listing to the phone number 555-888. And from there, we will send you a link. You will click the link, input your property address. And from there, we can send you an estimated value of your Mm -hmm. home. It's a wonderful way to get started. So once again, to understand your home worth, you can text the word listing to the phone number 555-888. 
888-555-8888. Again, all you have to do is send that text to the number 555-888 in the message field. Put the word listing, and you will be able to find out the value of your home. It's that easy to do from your smartphone. Just text the word listing to the number 555-888. And I think I've shared that story before, Angie, of very similar situation here that you were just describing uh, on an even longer timeline. I think I put the offer in on a, my first home in April, mm-hmm. but really wanted to close after August. And this it ended up working out great because the sellers were building their next home, uh, and it yeah. wasn't going to be ready until September. Yep. And I was totally fine pushing all the way to September. So we agreed on like a September 20th close date, yep. and, but we the offer was in April. So it was a pretty long period of time to get to the closing, but it yeah. all ended up working out fantastic. I was able to save up extra money for the down payment, of which course. helped in the long run, and uh, didn't have an overlapping rental cost yep. and the home purchase uh, mortgage at the same time. And they were able to win. wait for their home to finish and didn't have to move into like a temporary apartment before they didn't have to move into that middle ground right. home. I just so thought about it. We had yeah. another scenario, um, a home in Gardner where coming soon, which it can work, you know, uh, and we got an offer sight unseen actually from someone in the neighborhood. Wow. Um, come to find out the grandmother had been living with her uh, daughter and seen this home when it was a model home before it went on the market. Oh. So she knew what this home looked like. Gotcha. Um, but anyways, she you know was completely fine with closing with it whenever. Sure. She just wanted to be in the same neighborhood as her daughter and her grand you know grandbaby, and so my sellers they are building a home. Their home's not going to be ready until sometime in the spring of 2018, and she was completely fine with them leasing back the home. So we did a standard oh, okay. 30 day closing. So you know we we felt good and solid that hey this is going to close. Sellers you know went ahead and mm-hmm. got their proceeds that they need to in order to buy the next home, but they're leasing back now from the buyer. So that's another um, way to make the solution work. That's another mm-hmm. way. So maybe instead of doing a very long closing date, maybe doing a lease back if that's something that works out for both parties. Pretty cool. Very, very neat. Uh, that's, again, just part of the success stories that Angie's experiencing on a daily and weekly basis as the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty. If you want to reach out to Angie and her team and talk to them about uh, being your representative, uh, your agent when it comes to buying or selling a home here in the Triangle, they'd be happy to help. 919-538-6477 is the number to call or text. Again, that is 919-538-6477. You can call or text Angie to get in touch directly with her. And that about wraps things up for us here on the Savvy Realtor this week. One more time, that number to call is 919-538-6477. Have a great rest of your weekend, and we'll look forward to talking to you again next week right back here on the Savvy Realtor.